Hello out there. How are you feeling in your body today? Okay, today's episode is all about how to create three daily habits that will create energy and allow weight release in these tumultuous perimenopause times. So if you are struggling, not just with all the symptoms of perimenopause and premenopause and menopause, but if you are even struggling to implement stuff because it feels like there are so many ways to go, this is the episode for you. Join me, it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, and let me give you my three foundational habits that I focus on each day and let everything else go that help me balance my hormones the best. All right, let's do it. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. What's up, sister girlfriends? <laughs> Whew. You know when you're in just that phase of life or that phase of hormone rhythm, whatever, maybe you don't even know, just an overwhelmed phase of life and you are just feeling tired. I'm feeling tired today, but I'm really excited about this episode. I wanted to share something with you guys that has been um, really significant to me in understanding how to choose what habits to implement when it comes to you know, making a difference in our body during these specific years. So what we know about you know heading into what we call per- like perimenopause or premenopause like menopause is the time when you no longer have a period. It's been an entire 365 days, an entire calendar year, an entire 12 months where you have not had a bleed. That's when you are officially in menopause. Everything leading up to that day is premenopause or perimenopause. And all of these symptoms that we talk about all the time, all of the symptoms that are probably why you're here listening to this podcast, you know, everything from not able to lose weight, in fact, now you're gaining weight, and around the tummy, in the middle, the digestive issues, the crazy hormones, the inability to sleep, the, you know, the, like that insomnia, the having to pee all the time, like all of these things that can be so infuriating, so frustrating, the low libido, the the fatigue, the depletion, all of these things that can really drag us down and make us wonder like, what is wrong with me, first of all? And second, is, is this just what getting old is? All of these things are a part of this peri or perimenopause and and it doesn't have to be that bad that's the point of this podcast and you know if you notice i 
you know, the guise of this podcast, the truth is that I, I, I recognize that we're having all these symptoms. This is what's irritating us. And so we want to grab that. But ultimately, there's so much more that's causing these symptoms, right? It's not just, you know, oh, let's magically balance our hormones. It's, it's life stuff. It's mental stuff. It's emotional stuff. It's, it's more than just the food we eat and the way we move our bodies, right? So that's where this podcast gets, you know, sometimes we get into many different aspects of things. But I wanted to be able to simplify it for you guys today to give you a couple of quick tools because I know like you, I get really overwhelmed sometimes. Like there's just so much going on in life at all times. And what we want is to create some key foundational habits that support our hormones, support low cortisol in the body so that the hormones aren't going all over the place, right? Because ultimately, you know, our hormones are going to ebb and flow and go up and down just cyclically because that's how women's bodies work. But also, um, also because that's what's happening in perimenopause is that things are just not working as well as they once were. And at some point there will be very low levels to no levels of estrogen and progesterone and, and all those things. So we're trying to make these huge tsunami waves that get bigger and bigger by elevated cortisol and lifestyle decisions. We're trying to make them more gentle so that this transition, this second puberty from, you know, from 35 to, to menopause, whenever that is for you, is much more manageable and doesn't leave you feeling exhausted and depleted and frustrated and stuck, 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 right? We want to keep us sane. We have women are here to change the world and, and we really need to be sane to do it as best as possible. And of course, if our body feels like it's working against us, it's really hard to do that. And you know from listening to this podcast that the answer is not move more, eat less, move more, eat less. That is in fact the opposite of what we are, what is going to help you most likely in this. So to bring it all back, what I know is that we are all super duper full in life. And, but we need to find a way to prioritize knowing our bodies, knowing ourselves. And, and because we're so irritated, this is the time to do it, right? We're so irritated with how we feel that we will prioritize it. So this is a great time to do it, to dive in. Um, but in order to do that amidst all that we have going on in life, you know, I want to keep it super simple for you. And, you know, one, one thing I want to address before I actually give you, you know me, I will give you, you know, these three very specific things. That's what I'm giving you today are three daily habits to create so that you can create energy and allow weight release during this time. And I mean, I say weight release, but also just sanity and peace and calm and sleep and all the things that are all tied together. Um, but I want to remind everyone that, you know, we're in this beautiful landscape now where we hear a lot about about you know mindset and mindfulness and spirituality and i'm going to talk about those today because they're a part of this but what we have to remember is that our physical being plays a role in our ability to be mindful to meditate, to be spiritual, right? Because we know we have this, this hormone rhythm that is unique to women, we recognize that there are times in the month when we have more energy and more patience than other times when we, or when we need more sleep or less sleep. And obviously those things play a role in our ability to be patient or to be mindful. So it really does all tie together. 
And that's where these three kind of steps or, or foundational habits that I really want to encourage you guys to just focus on so you're not doing all the things all the time. Just focus on these three habits and I'm going to give you a bonus that kind of meshes them all together that might really help you, especially for my athletes out there. Um, but we, what we want is to address each part of our health in our body, right? Every day we should be focusing on nailing a habit or practicing a habit that addresses our mind and the health and nourishment of our mind because that plays a role in our hormones and stress. That one that addresses our spirit because that plays a role in our hormones and stress, right? The purposefulness around that. Like we know from studying other cultures, research shows that cultures that have deep spirituality, you know, are much healthier, live longer than other cultures. And of course, we want to, to be focused on one thing that really nourishes our physical body. Um, so before I dive into each one of those things, I think just understanding that they all come together and we are really only as healthy as our weakest link, body, mind, and spirit, body, mind, and soul, whatever you want to call it to be. Each one of these pieces plays a significant role in our ability to be calm, to be fulfilled, to make healthy choices, and therefore to have our hormones balanced. So it is as much as I would love to be like, hey, eat this, don't eat that, and take these supplements and bam, you're going to be great. There's more to the story. And the good news on that, I feel like saying is you don't have to just focus on food and movement in order to feel amazing in your body. Those aren't the only answers, right, for everyone. So so let me dive in because, you know, I like to keep things short and sweet if we can. Um, the very first and, and potentially one of the most important steps or habits I want to encourage you to build on is in the nourishment of the mind is to engage in non-doing, to recover from this overwhelm, right? Research shows that we don't process anything accurately when we are overwhelmed and therefore we create bad decisions. So we are overwhelmed and we just can't handle it. We just want to numb it. So we reach for that food or we sink into hours of Netflix or we drink that bottle of wine when maybe that's not the most nourishing thing for us, right? I really want to encourage you to, yes, have the wine, yes, have the cake, but only enjoy. We do in, in joy. <laughs> we don't want to numb with these things because that's called abusing these things and that's when it becomes a problem, right? I think it is fully acceptable to enjoy dessert and enjoy drinks with friends and whatever other, you know, thing that you like in life as long as you are doing it in joy and not to numb overwhelm, right? Which is what happens. So that what that can look like, of course, is consciously scheduling a little bit of time in your day to do nothing. And I mean, not scrolling, just chilling, just chilling like a villain on your couch or looking outside in your favorite chair or just knowing that there is a period of time in the day where you're just gonna relax, like purely relax. And the, the huge piece of that to take away here is that one, I know you're not doing it. I know you're not doing it just for you right? You're doing it when you want to numb this overwhelm, but if you schedule it, it can become something that is just a conscious, again, a conscious non-doing 
in your day to relax from this overwhelm. So we're not feeling like we have no time for anything else and we're kind of racing with anxiety through the day. So that is habit number one. Number two is to consciously move your body, right? You know, we, we often are moving and going and moving and going, or we're not, right? A lot of us have desk jobs and we sit around at our computer all day long. I, it doesn't have to be a workout. It doesn't have to be anything intense, but consciously moving your body in the way it should be moved is so key because it releases pent-up energy for you. It creates endorphins. It strengthens your body. So whether it is a, like a simple walk or a quick five-minute dance as you rock out, you know, with your kids or all alone, you know, or a stretch, it doesn't even really matter. But a conscious time, again, scheduled out for just 10 minutes, maybe even after you eat a meal and you're having a little walk, you just want to digest that food or move through and regulate that blood sugar. A conscious movement where you're like, I'm going to do this for my body is how we nourish that piece. And then, of course, we have the spiritual side of us, right? And that can look like what we want there is this connection between you and what is in deep inside of you and what is all around you, right? When we bring this consciousness to spirituality, and for some people, maybe that's going to, you know, church or to a you know, spiritual house, a house of worship. For other people, it is a meditation. You know, for some people, it is a guided meditation or just like, again, some quiet sitting time where they turn in and notice, notice what you're feeling, connect to that source, that bigger source. Science shows us and spirituality shows us that that connection to something greater helps reduce the overwhelm, reduce the cortisol and give us this beautiful opportunity to recognize that things are bigger than us in the world so we're not so caught up again in the overwhelm the endless to-do list in the micromanagement of our lives which is what happens right anxiety has so much to do with feeling like we are out of control or we want to grab hold of control and frankly we're never in control of it in the first place so when when it comes to again bringing peace and homeostasis into the body and creating that space for the hormones to balance themselves or again turn into gentle rolling waves and not these giant tsunamis taking some spiritual time for you to think on a more macro level to connect with something. And another way to do it is nature. I have one of my very best friends, just that's where she feels most connected in the world, most calm, most gracious and in gratitude is out in nature. So whatever it might be for you, these are actually the three most important foundational steps you can do to support your hormones. One, making sure that you have conscious non-doing time to recover from overwhelm two consciously moving your body and three connecting with that some some spirituality or the inside the outside whatever it is for you in one way or another 
because these pieces are what calm our central nervous system. It'll slow down this insane adrenal fatigue that we have. And that allows us to also make better decisions, right? It makes it easier for us to not numb, makes us easier, it makes it easier for us to make healthy decisions. And then we end up in this, you know, a, an upward spiral as opposed to that downward spiral that happens when we're completely overwhelmed and we reach for numbing and then we feel like junk because our gut's out of whack from all the junk we ate or we don't sleep well because of all the alcohol we drank you know that's a downward spiral we want the upward spiral and it doesn't take much but these are the three key pieces if you can line them up for you eat every single day and say hey did I do these three things today did I set that example for my kids or the people around me I promise you you'll be like Bria is it really that simple? And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I promised a bonus tip, so I'm gonna throw that out there for you. A bonus tip is that there are certain activities that you can actually kind of pull in this trifecta. And I think some of those activities specifically are going for like an early morning or a late night walk. Early morning's my favorite. Yoga or swimming or dance solo all of these things solo and I think that's important because in this movement of the body especially like a slow um sort of steady movement the way walking is the way swimming is you're getting all three of these things you're getting that conscious movement you're getting that real personal mental break time and you're really getting somewhat of a gentle meditation in there so if you need to maximize time even more I encourage you to pick one of those things and make that happen consciously all by yourself all alone every single day okay that's what I have for you guys reach out if I can help you if you want one-on-one -on -one coaching if you whether you need both direction in what to eat how to eat you know how to make these changes in your lives what really is going on more specifically with your with your cycle your menstrual cycle if you want one-on-one -on -one coaching I do have spaces available for that please reach out uh, and and I do have an incredible mastermind coming up for for 25 women only starting in September reach out if I can help you if you want to do the gut health protocol if you want to try the greens that I love so much make sure you check out the links in the in um, in the show notes here and just know that you are on the right path just by being here. I really appreciate it. I know that you're so busy. But just by being here, you're creating awareness to your body that your body wants and will respond to. So let's go out and be more in our bodies and not just less on a scale. See you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.